All right, good evening, everyone. Hello, this is the Fakeologist here. It is Thursday, February 22nd, 2024. It is the Fakeologist show, and we're waiting for an ounce of salt per day. So we're hoping a little prayer will get Frank in here. How's everybody tonight? This is the end of the Fakeologist week, as everybody knows. And we are taking your calls tonight. The phones are working. 810-666-1984. 902-400-1984. And don't forget, if you want to be made aware of when the show starts, we have three different ways. Three different ways. You can uh, register your email at fakeologist.com. You can register your name at fakeotube.com. And you can also... Send me a text at 810-666-1984 or 902-400-1984. And we will put you on that list as well. Where we email, we text, and automatic notification from FacoTube. Those are our three major ways to let you know the show's on. And we are on... What are we on? Actually, I forgot to uh, update today's uh, video headlines. Let's see here. Let me just set this up. This is show FAK 844 with Frank the Salt Guy, who's normally on time, and I don't see him tonight. So if he doesn't show, even though he said he'd show, probably changing a diaper or something. If he doesn't show up, we'll just uh, review some feedback today. I haven't quite got my uh, computer set up perfectly, so I have a few things left to do to make that perfect. Alright, so we are streaming live on YouTube at fake11.com forward slash YouTube. We're on Twitter, fake11.com forward slash Twitter. We're on DLive, Odyssey, and of course, FakeOtube. So I'm going to now just take a quick look at the FacoTube chat, bring that up as I bring up my new browser, the Yandex browser. Woohoo! I am with the Russians. What does that mean? I don't know. I also uh, downloaded quite a few new Marcus Heinrich Raybach videos that I put on FacoTube. I think I spelled his name right. He's a very strange but inter- entertaining character. And he has one of these BitChute channels that he puts up and takes down. Puts up and takes down. And it's very very difficult to get his videos. And, he's, he's, and the funny thing is he's complaining about, oh, I got nobody watching my videos. Well, yeah, it's because your channels, you take your channel down for most of the day. So that's not going to work too well, is it? But I have put a few of his videos up. I haven't put uh, many of them up in the blog yet where I get most of the hits. So you're just going to have to be uh, patient. And um, But they are on the Fakeologist forums. And looks like we have Steve83 in the Fakeologist FacoTube chat, so hello Steve83, I see in the YouTube we've got Jacques who says, yo, so we got two Canadians tonight, 
And did I catch the moon this morning? Very strange. And it disappeared when I checked back 20 minutes later, 6.30 a.m. to 6.50. So what did they do with the moon? Are you saying the moon is being hidden? I think it's because they wasn't some country landing on the moon. Maybe they covered it up for that reason. There's always that. Of course, if you believe we landed on the moon this time or any other time or in the 60s, I feel really sorry for you. But they're still making fun of that concept 55 years later. So I, I guess there are people that actually believe that we landed on the moon to this day. I can understand the boomers, but for anyone else with a with a slight bit of thinking ability, it's it is a ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous. All right, so let me go to. I do get quite a few emails, and I do encourage people to email me at ima at fakeologist.com. Make sure you email me. And um, actually, it looks like um, Infinite Plane is going live tonight. I should send him an, e an email, see if he wants to check in tonight. Check in with us. But I'll give Frank a little more time before that. But uh, Tim Osmond is back with whatever he's been doing. We usually check in with him once a month or so. So we'll have to do a simulcast with him. On Sunday... If you go to fakeologist.com forward slash live, you will see the live show and the calendar. I have John Robinson at 8 o'clock, 8 p.m. And we're going to talk, we're going to do another Zundelcast. That's where we talk about famous revisionist Ernst Zundel. So he's always got a lot of stuff to say. I don't know if the, uh, I'm having trouble tonight with the live stream. This is on the audio. I don't know what's going on there. And here's Frank, the salt guy. Hi, Frank. How are you doing tonight? I'm well, Tim. Can you hear me? I can. We were just wondering if you were coming in today, but it seems like you're in now. So that's good. And we're having trouble. Uh, our server, our audio server keeps going for a, a dump tonight. So anyone that's actually listening to the audio server, just be patient. As soon as I see it goes down, I'll put it back up. Don't ask me why it's going down. I promise not to. I know you're a big fan of the audio server, and uh, we're trying to get that audio box, the Tim box, reconstituted. So that should be uh, another couple weeks. It does fully functionally work. It's just that the, um, the special... The special sounds, or sorry, the special uh, processor that increased the listenability of the sound. I haven't got that going yet, so please forgive me on that. Yeah, it still says the audio server is offline. Your streaming server is offline. What the hell? I am not sure what's going on there. Your server is offline. No, now it's online. Jack Fire, if you want to contact me, it's frank at fakeologist.com. Frank at fakeologist.com. That's his email address, and that's working well, Frank? Yeah, working really well. Thank you. All right, thank you. All right, do you have an agenda tonight? We already played the Lord's oh. Prayer in your absence. Oh, I, look, I do have an agenda. All right. I, um, I, I want to introduce the latest conspiracy theory we've had. 
you know, all the conspiracies, um, JFK, well, I guess the first one. Oh, Frank just disappeared. Oh, oh, Frank, you're back. You disappeared for a minute. Yeah. Um, the first first one, I, I guess we talk about chronologically, is the hollow hoax, and then there was um, JFK, and then the the ship that got attacked, 9-11. There's a few more along the way. But recently, um, I've been very interested in the discussion of Flat Earth, as you know. Right. And um, Silas is very interested in, I guess, the... Um, what would you call it? Uh, eschatology, the, the the story of the end of the world. Okay. And um, I think uh, many people will have heard me refer to my thinking that um, we are that the Bible is uh, the most accurate description we have of our life. And um, I've also mentioned the fact that I think we're in the last bit of it. I think we are in the period of. Um, the thousand-year kingdom has been and that we're now in the time of deception. And I have been very interested in the communications I've been receiving, particularly from Diana, who's introduced me to a couple of people on YouTube that uh, share that same view. And their, their discussions are way more advanced than mine. And okay. um, I, really, what I think this is the next big thing. This is the next, um, the next flat Earth, the next um, Mandela effect. And I think it ties them all in together. So, mm. um, are you a believer in the Mandela effect? I'm not a believer in anything, Tim. Okay. Do you subscribe to that? Frank? I don't really subscribe to it. Okay. I think um, it's a load of bollocks myself. Okay. I, I've really paid it no heed. <laughs> okay, that's good. To be honest. But um, I, I guess I'm open to it being a thing. You know, but I, I just, it just hasn't had an impact on me one way or another. Okay. But the, um, yeah, the idea that we live, that, you know, the evidence that... Um, we have had a thousand-year kingdom of Christ. I think is um, yeah, is pretty reasonable. Uh, I talk about it often, but these these particular um, well, I, I guess it must be five or six people now that are really talking about the idea that we live in the time of deception. Have you had much of a chance to to ponder on this topic? No, it's not really my interest, to be honest, Frank. Yeah. I have to admit. I just go where... Uh, no, it, it's, not a, it's not a big one for me. Yeah. So you're, you're not all that concerned about the... Um, about the end of the world at all? No. I don't believe the end of the world is nigh. Yeah, but I I think it's a great tool to scare the hell out of people because there's a lot of Bible believers that uh, or just different religions actually Abrahamic religions that I think are are always on 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 call for the end of the world and they want to be right with God before they uh, 
meet their maker and all that stuff. But no, I, I don't buy into it at all. And so when we when we examine the various hoaxes, what's your view of the purpose of those hoaxes? That's just to keep people in perpetual fear. And when they're in fear, avoiding pain their whole lives, they can't concentrate on anything, any big picture philosophical topics, including their and own betterment. And and is there a group of a group or a, a, a yes a body that's perpetrating the hoaxes? I think so, and I'm trying to figure out who they are. You know that we've had debates over the past: the Jews, the Jesuits the Vatican, uh, the Freemasons, the Masons. Um, Why are there so many podcasts from Jordan saying we can't blame the Jews? But one of the guys uh, who I recently discovered and has come on my radar, of course, is this Australian-German philosopher king who is living out of dumpsters in Tulum, Estonia. Very strange, interesting character. And I will put him on the screen here, and that his name is Marcus Heinrich Raybach. And he's very, very interesting. And he calls it the cult of Judah. I've never heard anyone say that before, have you? Uh, no, I, I, maybe not, but it's, it's, a, um, it's obviously, you know, a corollary with where I'm at yeah. of thinking, isn't it? Yeah, that's why I brought it up. Yeah. Have you heard any? Have you heard this guy? I've uh, heard some of them, yeah, and I, I don't disagree with a lot of what he's saying. I um, what's your take of it from him? Well, he has a number of topics. Just just so people understand, he's on Bitshoot. He has a, he he has the name of his Bitshoot channel is a strange one, and that is he thanks somebody named Victor, who I think is is his neighbor. And he literally has a laptop or some small computer, and he does his videos on his phone maybe, and then he goes down the hall to in the apartment that he lives in, and I believe it's called Tallinn, Estonia. Yeah, Tallinn is the capital. Tallinn, okay. Somehow he made it over there, and he, and he just uses, like we used to back in the day, the neighbor's Wi-Fi as it floats down the hall to upload. <laughs> yep. I can't remember what that was called. Uh, back in the day when Wi-Fi was was just less common, oh, I, I think it was called um, something like War Block. No, it wasn't War. Uh, you would just park outside people's houses and use their Wi-Fi. I can't remember the word for that right now. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I I used to do it. Yeah, that's just when every that's that's before coffee shops and all the places had Wi-Fi for free. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called right now. I never had to do it. I always paid for my own internet. I would, but I when I was on the road, occasionally, uh, I would use my laptop because that was before smartphones. So I'd try and get my laptop to connect to Wi-Fi, and that's when the um, the mobile internet was was only two G, and it wasn't quite good enough to do anything. You could barely surf. I remember that. Yeah. I, I, I and I, I I would try and do it too sometimes to get my my mail. Yeah, it was very hard to do, and, and it cost a gazillion dollars. To yeah, do I had one of the, I had a special plan that I got that 
that came up as an offer, and then it was so good, it was unlimited data, and uh, I stopped using it because it was too, it wasn't working well enough. So I sold the plan for thousand dollars because you could transfer the plan back then. I just had no use for it because I, I was too frustrated. I just I can't. I I'd go all over the city. It just never worked. So I just said, I'll let someone else fl- have fun with this. And you know, a few years later, the plan was more common anyway, so it wasn't worth anything. But anyway, so that's what he does. And um, so I have a hard time downloading. He comes on usually every morning for about a couple hours, turns his BitChute channel back to visible, uploads a bunch of stuff. And I tried to download most of his videos from the past couple weeks using my traditional J downloaders, and it wasn't working. It could, there's some error it was getting. I don't know what the error was. So I had to use another download method that was more manual. And I grabbed a couple of my favorite videos from the last two weeks and put them on here. Let me just play a bit. And I'm glad you're at least interested and have looked a bit. So I'll play. I'm very interested in this, this, this topic is the, is certainly the thing that's preoccupying my mind at the moment. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he talks about eschatology. Now, I'm using Yandex, so this better damn well But he's still, obviously, you know, the fact that he is calling it, you know, essentially essentially a biblically-based conspiracy is, you know, connected, isn't it? Yeah, it is interesting. Now, of course, I'm using Yandex, and it's not bringing it up, so that sucks. (laughs) So, oh, boy, if it ain't one thing, maybe it's Facotube that's causing trouble. Unfortunately, it uh, now I can't even play this. Is anything working tonight? Is my big question. How's FacoTube working? Oh, Restream's okay. Yeah, we're doing well on Restream for sure. Well, I'd like to play it, but I don't know if I can. We got thirteen people watching on FacoTube, so we'll try it again. And this video was pretty interesting. He's asking the question: Does the cult of Judah? Use and he. I, I, this is my title. Does the cult of Judah use pedophiles for control? Okay, I just want to explain why it will be logical. Yeah, this isn't gonna work. This is frustrating. I guess I could just download it. Let's see how fast. I, I, I meant to download all these videos anyway. And let's download this sucker here. And then I'll just play it off the uh, the download. That's what I'll do. Okay, so we're going to play it off the download. Just give me a second here. The download works fine, which is interesting. So I'll turn on the audio. One moment. And uh, audio track, device, blah, 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 music. Okay. The agents and the cult of Judah. I just want to explain why. Okay, let me start this again. It will be logical and rational and rational to expect. Uh, the elites today, that the people in positions of power who have been put in these positions of power, they've been pre-selected, groomed, and installed by the cult of Judah agents and the cult of Judah. I just want to explain why all the talk about pedophilia among the elites is logical to expect. And I'm glad he's talking about this because we've heard of Pizzagate and all this pedophilia story, it kind of turns me off to the point that I don't really care about to look into it. 
Uh, but he did this video within the last few weeks, and it sort of makes sense what he's talking about here. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll play a bit more. Why, why it would be logical to expect the elites to be um, pedophiles. Now, J. J. Edgar Hoover was pre-selected and groomed and installed, and they actually built the FBI around him because he was homosexual. Because at the time, being homosexual was totally unacceptable to society. And nobody would be able to um, carry on a career in the government, any sort of public office, if they had been outed as homosexual. So when you're going around pre-selecting people, if you're pre-selecting people for a very particular sensitive um, position where they would have a lot of power, thanks to you, and you wanted to make sure you could control them, then from the very beginning you would you would choose from a pool of homosexuals or criminals. Yeah, what, what do you think of this premise? Well, the first thing that strikes me is definitely a fellow that's grown up in Australia because you'll notice that each sentence he ends with an up inflection, like he's asking a question. Yes. Oh, yeah, he's definitely uh, Australian, yeah. Uh, no, so he's he is definitely uh, uh, you know wherever he's living now. His his family background must be from that. And he, he looks he's got that look, but he's a very typical immigrant Australian, a bit like myself. Um, oh, you don't think he's from Australia? You think he came to Australia from Germany? Well, he he'll be he'll be either the son of an immigrant or an immigrant because he he speaks with a very uh, the kind of intonation of. People from Croatia, Yugoslavia, you know, the ex-Yugoslavian. Yeah, I think he's German, actually. That and that could, yeah, that that easily could be the case. Yeah. Because he's trying to get his German passport. I don't know his story completely because, like I said, he has about two thousand videos, but I can't get them all at once easily, and yeah. it's a lot of work to download them one at a time because my normal downloader program doesn't seem to like just his particular channel. I don't know what's happening. But uh, whatever the case, so I don't really know. I tried. I don't think he's going to come on the show because he doesn't have an internet connection. Yeah, that's reliable. So we're just going to have to communicate. And he doesn't answer his emails really. He answered a couple, but he's not reliable on that either. But okay. he, I, I think he really gets it. So I'll just keep grabbing his videos and playing them and putting them on FacoTube. And if people want to try and figure this out, but yeah, he he's. He says so, he's, so generally, what he's saying is, I, I I've heard of the the story about her, you know, Jay Gehoover right. being uh, homosexual, and that you know he was, and I think a fair bit of documentations demonstrated that he wasn't um, behaving well during his time in office. Yeah, and. Um, and it does entirely fit in with my worldview about how the world is currently run. That those that the people that are currently in the positions of assumed authority, which I don't think there's actual authority, yeah, uh, are selected in this way because in the, in my worldview we are in the time when Satan is deceiving the world mm -hmm. about the what the what the real situation is. Mm -hmm. What is the real situation? Well, in my my view, the real situation is that is that Christ the Christ is still the king of this world, 
mm-hmm. and that he's living on the plane of the earth and that the you know the disciples with long life are there with him but we are in the time after the thousand years reign has ended where satan has been loosed from period to deceive us once more and because everything we see at the moment is deception as far as i can tell mm-hmm. well i think that's always been the way though do you think it's a new thing i think it i think it started occurring uh from about the time of henry the eighth Okay, so it has been going on for a while. No, I think the Renaissance and the um, the Renaissance and the Reformation was when it when it all started. Up until then, what's called the Dark Ages was in fact the period of enlightenment, of you know, wonderful time for living men and women under Christ's rule. Okay. All right. Well, should we play a little more of this? Yeah, let's play. It's a, it's At a that great time, discussion point between the two. Uh, a criminal, though, suggests certain things about the person, which homosexuality doesn't. Um, a person can have the best ethics and morality and be homosexual. <clears throat> Sorry, <laughs> the guy's belching. Whereas a criminal might be more more anarchic and and harder to control in some sense. With the criminals, when you pre-select the criminal. When you pre-select and groom anybody, if they don't do what you say, you just kill them. Yeah, almost everybody involved in the JFK assassination was murdered. Yeah, some some um, were fake murders. That's a different thing. One 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 person was given a new identity, and then a body double was murdered, just like with JFK. Um, okay, well, my I, point being. With all this talk He's about not, not, this being, guy is not necessarily a fakeologist, but that's interesting. He thinks they just substituted JFK and murdered the the body double. I don't think they needed to do that. I think they just put a dummy in there, uh, like what, like a muppet. And Jim Henson. Yes, yeah, so I guess so. The difference between myself and this fellow is that I don't think anyone's being um, killed, murdered by the Kate Emma's calling them the Kabbalists. Fine. Just as good a name as any. Um, but what I do think is that we are being deceived into harming ourselves. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Or to taking up, or in the case of, say, the soldiers that went to Iraq and Iran and Afghanistan, I, well, they were convinced that some wrongdoing had taken place and took up guns and went over to those countries. Yes. And performed tasks that were non-Christian, that defied the um, the uh, Ten Commandments and defied God. And same with uh, the soldiers for World War One and Two. One hundred percent. Yep. Huge sacrifice, or an offering, really. And he says the cult of Judah that does these offerings. Yes. These are offerings to the gods. Sacrifice. Yeah, I'd agree. And the god is Satan. Yeah, it's uh, he's, this guy really brings it together. He says he's the world's best philosopher. Now, um, I did download, I believe I downloaded his videos, or sorry, his books. Marcus also writes books. Isn't it funny we're dealing with another Marcus? Very interesting. 
Are there any coincidences in this world? Mm-hmm. That's kind of a German word, I would say, Marcus. Sort of a is that? Not, would you say it's? Is it a German name or? Uh, I guess it's. A, I guess it's is Latin. A very, is a very famous. Yeah, it's Latin. What am I saying? Probably more. Anyway, he has a bunch of books. I'm gonna see if I can find them here. I did download them somewhere, but uh, he he keeps saying, "Read my book, read my book," but he doesn't make it clear where to get the book. I did actually download a bunch of his books in uh, one file. He had a directory, so I'm gonna post them in the Fakeologist forums because I think they're free. At least he wants you to read them. He does. I think they're on Amazon as well, actually. Now that I think about it. Hmm. But uh, I don't know if you care if he's insisting you buy them or you can just download them for no charge. I'm not sure. He hasn't made that very clear either. But I have them on the Fakeologist forums. I have a a topic called Marcus Raybach. So I'll put them over What's- there. Mm-hmm. On the topic of homosexuality, I mean, you and I have discussed this briefly, but when okay. I was a child, in fact, until mm-hmm. perhaps I was even 10 or 15, okay, homosexuality was a crime, uh, outlawed, a mm-hmm. crime mm-hmm. with long sentences. Yeah, it was until Trudeau number one came to Canada. And that, what happened in this, this all of the world, all of the world, swapped over right well it was an uninformed and now now it's got to the point where you are you know they're almost writing laws that if a if you're a man and a gay man asks you for a date you you're almost at the point where you can't refuse him because you're being sexist Mm, that's funny you know that is the kind of change in in um, what we call, what we laughingly call the law now, I mean, this is these are dramatic changes observed by in my lifetime. Well, they've re rebranded and marketed. They used to be called sodomites. Yep, and that was definitely a sin. But I think it was the laws were not enforced anyway. They. They rebranded and got some Madison Avenue to rehabilitate the image, and then they went from to that to homosexual and then to just to gay. Yeah. They just kept assuming softer and more palatable names or descriptors where we're we're away from the original original concept. You're not even allowed to call someone gay, are you? It's, It's totally verboten to even discuss inclination at all i think i don't know if you can't discuss it it's just that uh you can't discriminate against it you have to accept it so so it looks like i did download the um all his books so i'm gonna have to uh disassemble the zip or the compressed file and i'll put a few of the books up but he was he said he's written on everything including 9-11 including covid so we'll listen to a little more. Pedophiles. And all the rich and powerful people being pedophiles. Now, if you if you go go for, go from the um, premise that the cult of Judah is installing these people into positions of power, they're pre-selecting them, grooming them, 
and then having them elected to these offices. You know, giving them Nobel Prizes, giving the best public relations campaign, giving them massive um, political campaign financing, uh, corrupting everybody around them to ensure that they rise to the positions of power. Or in the case of LJ, uh, L. Edgar Hoover, they actually built the FBI around him. So, and he was homosexual. And that, By the way, I think this is also a video where he goes into the Lindbergh case. Mm-hmm. And apparently Charles Lindbergh at the time was the most famous American in the world. Yeah. And then they made up a story about his daughter being kidnapped. Yes. And they made kidnapping a federal offense in the United States. And that was the that's how the FBI was born. So that was the cause celebre. That was the, the, the fake event, the hoax, the some people call false, excuse me, false flag to create the FBI. See, all these, all these events are used to create these massive federal agencies which are completely unconstitutional in the United States because the federal government is really only there to manage the currency and the defense of the United States. But now it's just grown right. into this behemoth. Yeah. So he really, go, he really touches a lot of interesting topics and the video titles that he puts aren't very descriptive, but he does sort of rant and rave and go here and there but uh, it's it's and I, I guess the difference between what this fellow is doing and other people that have raised these topics and he is using mm-hmm. a very specific model yes and you know i that's essentially the way i am viewing the world now through the model of in my case that we live if you like in the time of deception we live in the time when the thousand-year rule of Christ has ended, and that the consequences of that are that that you and I are people that are resurrected spirits, okay, given another chance to understand the gift of the Lamb of God. Mm-hmm. So that's a kind of pretty radical way of thinking. Um, but it also is consistent with this fellow's views about who is undertaking the deception and why they're doing it, because they have a, they obviously have a view that Satan is their god, mm-hmm. and I agree with them. Interesting, yeah. Well, he's really tied it together. He's. I don't know how I found this guy. I think it was just a random comment somehow, some way. He might have left on a video and I clicked on his channel or it may have been a past subscription for whatever reason. So it's a pretty good find if you ask me. So I'm pretty proud of myself for finding this guy. So, And it looks like all his his books are in M-O-B-I format, Mobi format. And so I think I'll have to convert them all to PDF. I can't remember what Mobi, M-O-B-I is. But uh, he's a pretty he's a pretty pretty strange guy. But this is this is the whole strength of the fakeologist network in that we have all kinds of different people, and we bring them all under this tent, and we try yeah, and, and and we try and figure it out. Yep. Because we've got the biggest and the best and the widest picture. So we're just trying to figure it out. Now, we're taking phone calls tonight. The phone lines are open, 810 1984 902 
1984. Yes, very keen to get phone calls on this this topic and others. I um, so just while I've got you there, so the people that are um, promoting these ideas are is a guy called the Unexpected Cosmology. Another fellow who's called the Kingdom in Context. We have links and to these people. Another fellow called Understanding Conspiracy. I'll I'll post these links to you. So are these the people uh, you've been li- these podcasts? Yeah, these are these are people I've been listening to. Actually, a lot of this was brought to me by Diana in the last few days. Oh, Diana. Okay, good she, for you. She has uh, obviously been listening to me talk about this idea that we are living in the post-millennial time. And she comes from a, a Catholic point of view. Um, but um, obviously this topic has piqued her interest and she's been forwarding to me some great links. So one of the things I will say that I do enjoy about being able to broadcast here is it is, it is through the um, email that you set up for me, linking me to some very interesting people, which I appreciate a lot. Yes, you're welcome. Frank at fakeologist.com. I don't get those emails. They go right to Frank. We just serve them up as a service to make it really simple for our. And obviously, I'd, you know, I encourage other people to, and there have been more people talking on the chats to get their ideas out there. And I think it's pretty important to be clear about what your model is about how you think the world works mm-hmm. and present these ideas for people to consider. Yeah, you know some of the, some of the important, really important contributors for me, obviously, being Dave J with the idea that um, that war is a hoax, strategic demolition and relocation. I mean, that idea in itself is extraordinarily powerful. Right, and it links with the idea of the post millennial kingdom because what we observe is that the buildings and and structures of a time past, which some people call Tatera, etc., they're being deliberately demolished and taken out of action. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not into that. I'm not sure about that, so I don't know. Sure, but the you you're you are reasonably familiar with Dave J's idea that there is strategic relocation. Oh that I agree with. It was the Tartaria part that I wasn't too sure yeah, of. So yeah. So the Tartaria thing is in my view a faint really just a because the whole world had a particular architectural style and um, these are the buildings that are being demolished and they are the indicators in my view of the fact that there has been a millennial kingdom a a kingdom where Christ ruled with an iron rod Mm -hmm. and that's the stuff that's being destroyed even as we speak Okay. The the evidence of that. And we'll play on. That's why he was chosen, because he was homosexual. They knew that there's no way he would risk being outed by them, being exposed by them, because that would have been the end of his career. And so many homosexuals in, in the past committed suicide when, when they were outed, when they were caught in public, when they were exposed, sent to prison. They either died in prison or they died recently after, or they committed suicide, including the um, the, the genius who allegedly broke the Enigma Code, the, the Hitler, the Nazi Enigma Code for Great Britain. So that's why I think 
um, J. Gehoover ended up becoming and remaining and building the FBI. The FBI was a criminal organization for the Court of Judah. Uh, and the reason now why this, now the homosexuality, they've integrated that into society and it's normalized, uh, it's not such a big thing anymore. People aren't going to kill, kill themselves because they've been um, exposed as a homosexual. Uh, it's the exact opposite. You might actually be promoted. Yeah? And the people who expose you will be so terrified of getting in trouble for um, uh, prejudice or um, discrimination that they might prevent people who are homosexual, you know, openly to avoid any any possibility of looking like they're um, homophobic and, and discriminatory. Still, though, I don't think a president will get away with it. I think Obama, like you said, Obama's totally controlled CIA, but... If you're going to give him that much power, you want to be absolutely certain that you can control him. So what happens if you pick one of, the, of all the CIA assets you have, you pick the one that loves men, that's homosexual. Now, I'm not sure technically if it's... I'm losing my voice. I've got to make this quick. I've been eating. Um, if you want to make absolutely sure, yeah, there's lots of CIA assets like Obama you could have chosen and made president. And one of the reasons they, picked, they chose him and were happy with him and confident with him was that he was married to a woman, married to a man. Yeah? Michelle Obama, of either a sex change or just transgender. But, and whether you call it homosexual when you're married to a transgender man, or a man who's had a sex change as a woman, I don't know what you call that, but anyway, if, if they had exposed that about him, he would never become president. Uh, so there's still some sort of taboo there. I don't think there's many... Um, openly gay politicians in America, for example. So, but now the big thing, the thing that, the only thing you're allowed to hate now are homosexuals and Nazis. I mean, pedophiles and Nazis, right? So, there's no way anyone could survive in any position of power, public office, whatever, even in general life, after they've been exposed as a pedophile. So, if one of the most attractive propositions for the cult of Judah to pre-select from the pool of people are people who are pedophiles. Because they know for a fact, at least for the next 50 years or so, that nobody is going to risk being exposed as a pedophile. So if you get a pedophile, groom them, pre-select them, install them in power, you have control over them. All you've got to say to them is, you know, you don't do exactly what we say and we tell the world about you. So there's already the, pre already the pool of pedophiles to pre-select from. And then, like in, in um, the lady from, um, who was married to the CIA, whatever. Um, Just stop me if there's anything you want to disagree with. We don't have to play the whole thing. It's well, 20... I, 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 I'm more interested in your thoughts about what he's saying, Tim. You, do you think that that is the mechanism of control? I think it's a very good one. It's a very good, uh, it's a very good possibility. I think, it, I think it's, See, I've, again, I've not been tracking this, this Pizzagate and whatnot. I don't know what the purpose of it is, so I just ignored it. Uh, but I think well, a one lot... of the things it does do is reinforce the problems if pedophiles get exposed, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. And that would so be there's... the worst thing to be. I, I agree with him. It's the worst thing you can be called a Nazi or a pedophile. Mm -hmm. It's about as bad as it gets. Hmm. It's the lowest yep. of the low. So I think he's right about that. 
But I just don't know, and I agree, I don't think there are too many openly homosexual government... Politicians. Politicians. I know there's a few. It's, I, it's I, mostly women that are in relationships with other women. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think there's a, a one or two politicians in Australia of that ilk. Right. Yeah, I but just... It wouldn't be so... I don't think it'd be true for men, though. But again, he's the only one that said the cult of Judah. I think that's interesting. Are those the Phoenicians, the Kazarians, uh, the Sabbatean Franks? Who 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 is in? Who are in this cult? Well, they're the, they're essentially the descendants of of um, Ham, isn't it? That disgraced his Noah. Okay, well, if you want to go that far back, but I meant. Who are they today? Who are, yeah? Who are they today? Really? Well, they're the Phoenicians, the Venetians. Yeah. The, you know, and the the Canaanites. Hmm. All right. So that's uh, that's that's Marcus Rayback. Yep. I don't want. No, I've been uh, again very surprised that you've you've been uh, putting those videos up they're very uh if you like uh coincident with the sort of the thinking that i've been having for a full two years after the declaration of their absolutely well it is interesting that we're thinking in the same way now he's also got something on excess des which is kind of up your alley let me just uh play it let me just play a bit of this. When he well, except uh, I don't call it excess deaths, I just call it the death rate. Yes. <laughs> Let me just find it here. He he writes essays and then he gets a computer to read them. But by the way, before you go into that, there is a um, apparently the the excess death thing is being dealt with by redefining what what a normal death rate is. I heard that today, or I saw that in a bit shoot video. Yeah. Now what? In the UK. Hmm. And it's similar to the standardized death rate that I spoke about a couple of Hold time. One minute, 20 seconds. We got a caller in her. Hey, caller in her, where are you calling from? Hey, this is Dookie Foot from Arkansas. Dookie Foot from Arkansas. Are you, you're from Bentonville, Arkansas? Yeah, I'm very close to that area. But do you work for Walmart? Because that's the world headquarters. No. Okay. Does no. everyone in Bentonville? My, my wife. My wife does. I was gonna... a very large a very large percentage of the people that live here work in some way for Walmart. And do you have any insight why Walmart would be world headquarters in such a obscure place in the United States? There... Uh, well, I mean, this this is where the founder was. You know, this is where he started it all, so they just they kept it here. But how could the I, mean, I, don't, I don't know if there's anything else behind that, but I mean, this is where it all started. But why would it start and in Arkansas kind of, of all places? Does that seem reasonable? Well, because, well, it it does seem reasonable if you think about what was going on at the time. You know, okay, it's, there wasn't very much going on. This guy somehow, you know, I, now speaking as far as the backstory goes, how he was able to achieve the things he achieved, that's a whole other story. But it did start here in Arkansas, and, uh, you know, somehow he was able to get away with selling things cheap 
it, it started off not even called Walmart, but eventually uh, he he called it Walmart, and you know he would he would get angry at some of the the in the early days Sam Walton would get angry at some of his uh, higher paid employees if they showed up to a meeting or something like that with fancy clothes on or an expensive car, you know, because he didn't want that image. All right. Being presented to to people and. I don't know. It's kind of. It kind of reminds me of like a, uh, kind of like a communist in a way, because he he wanted he wanted it to seem like the people that were making the most money in the company weren't really that they were on the same level as the cart pushers and the stalkers and all that. Yeah, right. The greeters, the famous kinda, greeters. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a kind of like a deception in a way, but. At the same time, a lot of a lot of people look at Sam Walton as a as a good guy overall, and they really hate to see what's happened to Walmart here lately. But honestly, all the surrounding cities around Bentonville, uh, pretty Walmart has a heavy influence here. Walmart's contributed a lot to the to what we have here. Yeah, it's the biggest success story of Arkansas. Period. Is it not? It is, and the strange thing is, is this particular area um, is is got three major headquarters in it. Okay. You got Walmart, JB Hunt, and Tyson's. Mm. So, I mean, I'm not sure what's really going on there, but yeah, they all, they all, I guess they all started here. But and a couple hours away, we got Mina, the mountains of Mina, which some people think there's like some type of deep underground military base over there under the mountains. And that's also where Bill Clinton was shipping drugs constantly. So the story goes, yeah. His administration. Yeah, so who knows. But um, I wanted to call him tonight. I think he got a cool guest on. And I also like the guy you're playing videos of. Yeah, he's very smart. I'm on Peco Tube in a couple days. but I'm um, glad you like it. But, uh... So I haven't seen any of his videos, but uh, except the one you just played earlier. Okay. But you know, the, we we had a guy that worked for the FBI uh, named Ted Gunderson, and he he basically told us everything. Like this, like he named there was a predecessor to to Jeffrey Epstein that was a scout that would hunt these guys down and find them, you know, ba- based purely on what they could uh, control them with. Any type of any type of control they could get, they would seek these people out using these these certain people that would go out and hunt for them, and then they would they would get them to accept some type of power uh, in exchange for them only being able to do what they're told, or else they would be found out about. So the only yeah. thing that doesn't make sense to me with that line of thinking is. Now that we're in an age where everything's been shoved down our throats and we, a lot of us, I don't have to, but a lot of us have to accept these things uh, to maintain our jobs or whatever the case may be. You know, we have to accept the gays and the trannies and the just all of it, all the crap that they're pushing. Uh, It doesn't make sense how they're still able to uh, keep the blackmail going because all of these activities are now looked at by at least 30% of the people, in my opinion, or estimation, as not only not a bad thing, but a great thing. 
So I don't know how they're still holding the control over some of these people, but I know that they still have it. Well, I think, I think like, I think like uh, Marcus was saying, it's now it's down to pedophilia and being a, being a, a Nazi sympathizer. So that's all they got left. Well, they're definitely running out of tools to use. Right. But I mean, I, hell, still, well, I think, day, I think the financial leverage now is, is, especially in the USA, has really been sh- really jacked up. I mean, a lot of people now are heavily in debt and, uh, you know, the thought of losing their job is catastrophic to them. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, you know, that's why the Bible and the Quran and all these other ancient religious texts specifically outlaw debt. Yeah. You know, but it, it the weird thing about these people that control everything, and and to me, I have to disagree with you, Frank. I think as of as it stands right now, Satan is definitely the ruler of this world, and that's why we're seeing so much deception. Uh, sure. But I also uh, believe so, so we're really saying the same things. I, what I'm saying to you is Satan has has been given – I guess the difference between you and I at the moment would be this. I think Satan has been freed to deceive the world once more, right? That is definitely true. My view, though, okay. is that his actual power is only that. He can only deceive. And you can uh, – and I and I know this from doing writing letters for just small things like, like – um, you know, speeding fines and the jab, etc. that you can resist him by writing letters Absolutely. where you talk about being a living man and that, you know, that God is your master, your true, you know, and Jesus Christ is your king. That's why I suggest well, not only to you. That. Yeah, go ahead. That's why I suggest to you that uh, Christ still is the key power in this world. But Satan is, is given his head to deceive the world once more, as it talks about in um, Daniel and in the book of Revelation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so in the, in the Bible, it does say that Satan will be given the keys to, to do everything at the end. And, and that certainly seems to be the case of what's going on. And you also have a lot of other people that, that think of the, the world as um, having these ages we go through these ages where you have at any at any certain age you have a certain percentage of mind usage that goes into it and and I think Tartaria is a is a catch all for the past world's um ability to have some type of mastery over this whole entire realm that we're living in and once the uh, once the once the people that came in and were able to start deceiving people slowly, they started dismantling and destroying all these works of art. Slowly but surely, through these wars and bombing campaigns and all that, and they do. I have to fully agree with you. I, and I think that these people that run the show are not able to kill people themselves ever. I, I, that's they that's don't my have. View. I don't think that they have that power. What they do is they get in and they convince you to do the killing for them in any yeah. way that they could possibly think of. They use divide and conquer to turn the black man against the white man. They they introduce drugs. They introduce homosexuality. All these Blow different up buildings, devices. Demolish buildings. Uh, 
yeah, do these these fake stunts, and they play it off in a way that that makes your emotions get to a point to where you're ready to hurt somebody, based yeah. on the deception that they're showing you. Interesting. Yes. So, step and one. That's, if, I, if if I could talk about that in the context of nine eleven, since that is would have been one of the key drivers of this site. Yes, uh, the problem from the time I got here, the, when when I remember Tim asking me what did I think about nine eleven, and I said back then, and I'll repeat it, regardless of what the truth is about how those buildings came down, what happened was that the U.S. government or and its various arms was able to convince people, without evidence, without any lawful process, without any justification to go into Afghanistan and Iraq and do harm. Yep. Now, none of those soldiers had that justification, no legal justification. And in fact, my understanding is that the soldiers had to sign a waiver, a, an agreement that they were doing it of their free will. Yes, they were told they were ordered, a bit like the jabs. We're ordering you to do it. You're an army soldier. You've got to do what we want. But they also had to sign an agreement that they were that they would do they were voluntarily doing what they were doing. Wow. Wait, who had to voluntarily sign? You're talking about the men and women the soldiers, in the, the soldiers that went to Iraq, okay, and, yeah. to, to Iraq and Afghanistan. Oh, absolutely. No, that's why do you think they they love high school so much? Yeah, and they try to get these guys before they're they're even able to form any level of of intelligent thought about what's actually happening. Yes. So yeah. they hang out at these these high schools and they try to get these young kids that don't know anything to sign up for something that literally means you're give you're basically selling your soul when you you, enter you are the, breaking the, the ten commandments. You are disobeying our creator. Yep. It's all of it. I mean, once you sign your name on that line and you go in, you're giving yourself to them. You're their property at that point, and they can do whatever they want to you because you've agreed to it. You've yep. signed a contract to them, and in my view, joining the military might as well be the same exact thing as selling your soul because you are turning yourself into their puppet that will do whatever they say, whenever they say, without question, and you're theirs. And I, it's unfortunate that so many people fall into that trap because war is nothing more than – a meat grinder there's no winners in a war period there's only death and destruction and it but it's something that has you always have to give these people consent they cannot they can't just walk up to you and shoot you in the head that's yeah. never going to happen they want you to walk up to somebody else and shoot them in the head yes. because you've told them that, that that you're their property and you'll do whatever they want you to do they yeah. don't have that, that type of power so they worm their way into your mind and get you to do things that you would never have done. Like nobody sits how many, around and thinks about how many people do you think killing. think the way you're talking, Dookie Foot? I mean, I, you know, to me, you're what you're saying Man. is absolutely correct. Yeah, you're bang how on. Many people, well, you know, I, I I bring up a name. Uh, there's a there's a pretty large community of people called Bears that listen to this dude named Owen Benjamin. Right, Owen yeah. Benjamin. Yeah. In his, in his in his view, when he he has a pretty large audience, and I think that it's a it's a growing audience too. And in his mind, which I have to agree with, most of the things he says I agree with. 
uh, not everything, because you can't agree with everybody on every single thing. But his main thing is everything is is every single thing that you're presented with is an offer that you can either choose to accept or not yeah. accept. Yeah, that's Frank's and big thing. Frank says that you don't have to accept a damn thing from these guys. You don't have to accept the reality that they're trying to present to you. You don't have to accept wearing a mask. You don't have to accept any of that shit. You tell you know that the the real N word is no, 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 no. Once you start or in my case, no, I'll accept your offer providing that. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, and that goes back into like common law and 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 merchant law and stuff like that. You, you yeah. yeah, I'll accept your offer if you can do these things to prove that what you're selling me is is worth a damn. And yeah. you know, but very few people. I think that's less. Well, it doesn't. You're, you're hardly ever going to find the people that say, huh? Yeah. Or or it doesn't contravene the Ten Commandments. Frank said. Yeah, no, no, no. It's that's exactly you know. But I think it's 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 easier to just say no uh, for most things that they're presenting you with. Then very, I think a lot less people are are in on the thing about you will because there's a code. There used to be a code to where you had to agree to certain things, but you could you could agree with conditions like what Frank is saying, and that used to be the way of the world. And that's been long forgotten and lost. And I think a lot less people know about that than just the power in saying, "No, I'm I'm not I'm not even going to entertain this at all." Yeah. Because. No, and, fair, and they both work. Comment. Yeah. Yeah, they both work. Don't get me wrong; they both work. And and the people that know about it, and trust me, the the people that run the show, these evil guys, they know about it all. They know every system, and they're masters of every single system. Well, so we don't you know how long they've been alive for. I mean, it, it, it's possible that you know the, you know, if 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 I uh, take the logical, if I take the view that the the millennial kingdom was there and that the that those that um, took part in the first in the first resurrection, they're still around and serving with Christ. Presumably, some of the bad guys also had extended lives because of that. You know, and that's what I think we're seeing is that is that some of the bad guys have been around a long, long time. Yeah, either that or they're extremely patient, and they have they have they're dead set on their goals. That or, you know, spirits live forever. You know what I mean? So, and we, there is a spiritual realm that most churches, most people in general, are never going to tell you about. You know, the, you think one, the thoughts in your and head that is are really the key. The key thing here is that is that the spiritual is the everlasting part. And 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 the crazy thing is, is like you get these wacky thoughts all the time. Everybody does. You know, sometimes yeah. you'll just have a thought that that you would you wouldn't you would never want to act on it. You wouldn't want to nothing because it's a demonic thought coming in from the spiritual realm straight to your head to try to to try to talk to, to, the devil always tries to worm his way in and i and think I, the go ahead i have to tell you dookie that before i have a conversation with people like even now while we're talking i am asking god for protection for the things that we say yeah well i don't do that and i probably should 
And that's probably a wise move on your part. I'm I, I'm a little less cautious, uh, but I do understand the power of the spiritual realm, and I know that it has a huge influence on pretty much every everything. So, and I know that the the satanic uh, thoughts that will pop in, they're able to actually speak in your voice to you. So you, so a lot of times, like these schizophrenics and all that, they'll they'll think that these voices are actually their thoughts, when in reality it's just a demon yeah. from the spiritual plane working in on them. And I've noticed Have you heard that those Jerry Mazinski talks? And that's actually who I'm referencing right now. Right, fantastic. Jerry Marzinski is an, he is a legend in my eyes. And and in um, What's that? How do you spell that uh, name? Where do you find that? Uh, well, I think Jerry is J E W R Y, and Mazinski, I think, is M A C Z I N S K I. Okay, and where do we find him? Good question. Let me see. The first time I ever found out about Jerry Marzinski was actually on an Owen Benjamin show, maybe this guy three months ago. Jerry Marzinski is a legend, and he. He he has broken. He has completely broken. That's it. The he's broken the psychiatric industry. His yeah. research alone proves that it's all a fraud. Yes. And yeah. there, there. Once you understand that it's a matter of angelic and demonic forces acting on your mind, you can just. I don't think it might be an esoteric that introduced me to Jerry Marzinski, By the way. Um, Dookie Foot, do you, well, know, you know Rick? I, I don't, I don't. But I will say He's, that I'm glad that I found out about him because there's certain key things that you can find out about that yeah. will totally tra- transform and change you in a positive way. I and agree. I think that Jerry Marzinski's work is some of the best work I've ever seen in my life because once you discover that particular line of of uh, of, of what's going on, you, you, you can't be phased anymore. You can literally just tell these guys to shut up. Yeah. And they will. They they have to. They, they See, that's why demons hate humanity so much. Because when God created us, we have full power over this whole world. This world was created for humans and only humans. Yeah. We have maximum power in this world. We can tell We can tell demons to shut up. We can tell angels to shut up. They're one and the same, really. But we have full power over them granted to us by God. Yes. And once you understand that you have that power, they can't touch you. So they don't want you to know that there's another – that there's a spiritual world out there because once you find that out, you can master that. And they, can, they, can't, they can't get you with emotions anymore. They can't get you with the fear anymore. They can't sell you a bunch of stuff you don't need they they can't their lives are very ineffective at that point once you learn that particular thing. Wow. So, and how many and people I do think, you think agree with this model that you're putting forward, Dookie Foot? I mean I again I what think, you're saying I, is music well, to my ears, I must say. I can't say that too many people would neither agree or disagree because they haven't ever they've never been told or they wouldn't otherwise be thinking this way because they've never grown up with this information presented to them. Yeah. But I think if they were presented with this information, a whole hell of a lot of people would agree with it because 
it just makes way too much sense. And as soon as you and as soon as you get the information, you can literally you get a bad thought and you say, "Man, shut the fuck up," basically, and or whatever you want to do, and it instantly just it goes away. It's not in your mind anymore, and it's instant. So. And it's not a matter of whether or not people would agree or disagree. They just they they haven't been presented with the information because everything is so tightly controlled. The churches don't ever talk. I've, I've never heard a pastor talk talk about that. You know I how would, valuable that if, would be. I think if the churches talked about the real life stuff, you know, the real stuff that's in the Bible and how, you know, the actual stories about what goes on. The churches would be jam-packed with people. Not only jam-packed, they would be jam-packed with completely and totally transformed, enlightened individuals uh, that could not be swayed by the fakery going on in this world. Yeah. And Very I'm so good. glad that we got to this topic. I, I wasn't even wanting to talk about this, but I'm glad it happened because this is this is some of the most important things I've I've uncovered. Is once you find out that there is a, a, a spiritual realm that they're, they're either going to prey on you or they're going to enlighten you, and you have to know. Well, I'm really thrilled what. that you've taken the time to call in, Dookie Foot. I mean, it's wonderful in my point of view. Oh yeah, and I I definitely appreciate y'all taking my call, man. And if y'all have, if anybody listening to this doesn't know about Jerry Marzinski, look into him because you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna see some things there. That will expand your mind in ways you didn't even know were possible. And once you get that level of enlightenment, they can't, they can't, there's nothing that they can do to poison you anymore. You know, you're, you're not chained up anymore at all once you know that there's something. Is there you a, have powers. Is there a particular you show that, uh, Jerry's done? I'm on his bitch channel now. Hell, uh, you know, I don't know, man. Just just pick one. If I were you, so, uh, so I, I honestly thought that the interview that he did with Owen Benjamin was just out of this world. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna link I don't to know that. How old it was? I no, don't know how old it is. January sixteenth, twenty twenty four is the latest one. I'll I'll listen to that. Well, that's pretty much brand new, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, that was. Yeah. That was. It was so good, and and it's just powerful, powerful stuff, guys. And anybody listening to this, I really recommend it. Jerry Marzinski is definitely a legend. And, you know, he's not dead. You know, like I said, they, they can't kill you. They hate it. I guarantee you they hate him. They hate him. <laughs> they, can't, they, can't, they can't do anything about it. They, they might be able to convince someone else to do it for them, but it's never going to be the people that actually have what I would say the power, but – when you think about it, these guys are powerless. Yeah. So what, you, you think about what you're saying, Dookie Foot. Just think about the things you're saying now. That's the reason why I have the view that um, Yehoshua, the Lamb of God, whatever you want to call the Son of God, is in control of the world as we speak because that that rule that you spoke about, that they can't hurt us if, if we pray and ask for protection, I think that's true, and that's why I think uh, our, our lamb is still here with us. Well, it's absolutely true. Now, you know, a lot of people refer to to Jesus as the Christ consciousness. You know, and if you can pull that, you can you can um, 
you can pretty much embody all the things that Christ was here for and all that. But um, it's hard to really – a lot of people are so disenfranchised and angry about religious institutions. They're unwilling to yes. even give it a chance. Well, they've that's deliberately that's, – that's how well, yeah. Satan has worked. He's, he's made – it was like my father. My father – would would sit at his, at his um, in his school desk being taught by the nuns, and every time he gave a wrong answer was a bit cheeky. They'd wrap him over the knuckles with a stick. Wrap. And so by the end of you know before he got to twenty, he loathed the Catholic Church. Yeah. And the nuns and the sticks. Yeah. <laughs> in that order. Yeah. Well, you know, that's, you know that that it's real unfortunate because. There, there's very key information that in the Bible and the Quran, and, and one one thing that these books all have in common is their religious law. The laws are basically yep. all the same in all of these places. Yes, they are, and they're they're powerful laws. You know, don't you don't you don't lie, you don't cheat, you don't steal, you don't murder, and you, you just don't do these despicable acts. You don't be a sodomite. Is gambling in there? I'm sure it is. Yeah. You know? You know, uh, you know. Yeah, it's it's know, very interesting, isn't gambling. it? It's you know, I, I, I like that line that it's not a heavy yoke to bear. It's not. You know, if you, know, it, you lived in a world where people were following so the commandments, power. it would be stunning. Man, listen. Once you figure out how much power you actually have, you can't be phased by these guys. And that's so transformative, and it's so powerful that you know a lot of people, a lot of these people you hear them call in at these other shows, like, yeah, I, I discovered Jesus and all this, and I'm so better, I'm so much better now. I can't speak for them personally. I can't even say that I've spoken to Jesus or anything like that. But what I can say is the information presented in the Bible and in, in a lot of other places is 100% spot on. And you just can't – you can't just say, no, nah, this is bullshit without looking into it yourself. And, what, and like this Jerry Marzinski guy, once you start looking at some of the ideas he's presenting, it's you can't, you can't refute it. It's impossible. You'll instantly recognize it as, as truth. Yeah. Because you'll, cause the way he presents it, he presents it in such a way that you'll instantly start thinking about these things. And then as soon as you recognize that there's a thought coming in, you can challenge it immediately and find out for yourself if it works, and it does. Yeah. yeah. God has given us ultimate power over this realm, and it's up to us. Like, like, like I said, everything, is, a, everything is, a, is an offer that you can either accept or, or deny. And once you deny these guys their power, they have none, none at all. So, you know, if we can spread that message, I think the world would just completely transform. And you Amen. wouldn't get you wouldn't have to be worried about these pedophiles in power because they would mean nothing like they already do. They're all a bunch of actors in suits if you ask me. That really Gorilla means suits. nothing if <laughs> you stop and think about it. So, I agree with you there, man. That's a great way to uh, end the call by the way and the show. Because we've been right, going about an hour fifteen, Dookie, you're you're bringing it to the show. You're really uh, enhancing the fakeologist show. I really appreciate that. 
Please really tune in more often. We're getting a lot yeah, of wisdom from in. from Arkansas, which is amazing. Yeah, well, you know, I've called in maybe a lot over the last couple of weeks, but yeah, you're doing you're I, doing I, good. I really enjoy your show, and I'm glad I was talking about it. So, yeah, y'all, y'all have a I really appreciate it. You really are a lot smarter than the average caller, which is great. I really appreciate that. We we draw a lot of wisdom from from the caller inners, that's for sure. Great synergy with Frank too. I like that. Yes, sir. Frank's a good guest. Right, well, thank you very guy. much, Tim, for uh, allowing me to. Thank you, Dookie. Again. Thank I'll you very much, a few Dookie. Links, um, to uh, understanding conspiracy and a few of these other guys. Yeah, please do. You can put them in the blog comments as well, and I'll just... I'll, I'll do that, yeah. And I will I will promote them into the blog body so they don't get missed. So that would be really good. Yeah, you never know who's going to call in and then... And, and that, that was a perfect call. It was really a, a gift. As they all are, and, and, and us doing coinciding research and me finding... Uh, this uh, dumpster diver from Estonia. What a how how yeah. bizarre is that of a find? And well, no uh, coincidences, obviously. Well, I think yeah, maybe uh, someone is bringing us in this information, and all I do is promote it to the wider audience so they can be exposed to it. Because I would have turned this guy off because he seemed like a loon. But uh, I don't know. He must have said something, and then I said, okay, I got to listen to another one and another one after that. And I'm downloading all 2,000 videos to see if I can sift through them. All for your benefit, listenership. I try and edit everything that I bring forward, and I think Frank does the same thing. He, he Frank consumes a lot of media, and he tries well, to bring the only, best. You know, of course, I pray, of course, that the things I say do no harm. It's, yeah. That's all I can do. Well, this is a this this was a really good show, and that's yeah. why we just we just show up here. We start the show. We don't know where we're going. There oh, was... I can't, I've, I've had this. Uh, I must admit, I've had this on my mind for you know, for most of the week. I've come truthful. Well, that's why you come back every week because you do a lot of mining. You're an ex miner, and you <laughs> you mine for the truth. And we throw it out there, and we sift through it. So good on you, mate. As we say. Thanks, Tim. All right. Thank, thank you to. The listeners, and please, uh, anyone that wants to email me, frank at fakeologist.com, always pleased to get feedback. I can even cope with negative feedback, not as well as I should, but I can cope. Negative feedback is just as passionate. If someone is taking the time to write and complain, they're probably a super fan. I've always said that. Who else would listen to something they don't like all the way through and then make comments? That... That takes a lot of attention, and I appreciate it too. As long as it's not, as long as it's not threatening or overly nasty, I can get through it. So yeah, thank you. Thanks for all the feedback. Thanks for all the donations. Don't forget, this is value for value. If you like this show and want to see us continuing on with it, pay whatever you think this show is worth. A dollar. 50 cents, a dollar a month, two dollars a month. I have to send my donation to uh, a podcast that I draw a lot from as well. Uh, I put my money where my mouth is because I want to see them continue as well. So if you want to see this continue, you want Frank here every week, Frank donating his time, 
uh, make sure you go to fakeologist.com forward slash donate. So, Frank, we'll see you on the audio chats maybe on the weekend. Sure. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you, Frank. Thanks, everyone. That's the end of the show. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks to the commenters. Thank you to FacoTube commenters. And I'm glad to see the stream stayed up. I don't know why it was acting up before we started, but it's it's still good. So thanks, everyone, for joining. And don't forget the audio chat. Don't forget the audio chat uh, on the weekend. Skate and Destroy says, Dirty Benny introduced him to Jerry on the weekend or in the past and Anna Carter says Jerry was also on James Dellingpole and Skate and Destroy says he also thinks Jerry is fascinating okay so we don't all we gotta we gotta share this info that's what makes this show super valuable thanks everybody we'll talk to you on the weekend and next Sunday with John on the Zundelcast. Take care. Bye-bye.